0: back to the Suraj Podcast. In the last episode, we heard about Baba Atal demeanor, how he loved to play, how the six knew he was imbued with miraculous powers. We ended last chapter talking about Mohan and Atal playing essentially hockey together, kiddo kundi, a folk Punjabi game where you have a stick that's curved at the end and you have a ball and you're trying to get the ball into an area to score a point. So the last chapter ended describing how after the game, Mohan was Atal's friend, he went back home and that night he got bit by a snake which killed him. Chapter 58 now begins describing how that next morning when Baba Atal Rai woke up, he bathed, he performed his usual nitnim his morning practice, and then afterwards he left his house, going to the place where they were all play. He took many kids along with him, his caretakers as well, and seeing everybody, he was so happy. He was roaming here and there in the city with his friends before getting to that spot where he was just thinking about yesterday's game thinking that Mohan has still not come to play yet he still owes me for that last game he lost it's on his head he doesn't want to give it to me that's why he's at home now thinking this Artal Rai sent one of his caretakers telling him go call Mohan tell him that he owes me that he still hasn't come to play yet that caretaker that caretaker he heard this he went off to Mohan's house and he saw Mohan dead there laid out the entire family and other people were in such grief yelling out hitting their own head such distress and grief he saw there he saw people streaming in many men and women relatives all coming to pay their respects the caretaker then just went back to Baba Talrai Rai and said Mohan has passed away it appears a snake bit him yesterday Artal Rai heard this that Mohan died and he couldn't bear it. He took all his friends and he quickly went to his house of that merchant, Gurmukh. He went there quickly, they were running, but from far he could tell that there was a great gathering of people there, and they were all crying. In front of them, there was a massive gathering. So that massive gathering, they looked and they saw that the Guru's son had arrived. The mother and father of Mohan were crying out. They were saying to Atal you are the Guru's son. You were the friend of our son. You guys used to play together. He's dead now. A black snake bit him last night. We tried everything. Nothing worked to save him. Now they want to burn his body. They want to perform the funeral rites. But you are the Guru's son. You can do whatever you like. You are the holder of great miraculous powers. The parents of Mohan said this. And then along with the friends, the kids, they were also pleading to Artal Rai to help out little Mohan. And at that point, Artal Rai looked over at Mohan and said, He still has a debt. He still has a wager on his head. So Ortal had that stick that he played the game with hockey, and he swung it around. He was looking at the face of his friend and he said, wake up, friend. You still owe me. This isn't any time to sleep. Why are you in such a deep sleep? So he took his hockey stick and he placed a curve around Mohan's neck and with his arms, he pulled Mohan up. Mohan got up and his eyes opened. Everybody's happiness just sparked up in everybody. Men and women alike were all saying with great happiness, Blessed, blessed is the Guru's son. When he gave Mohan life again, they were all overjoyed. Where there was such commotion and grief, now an uproar of happiness sprouted up. Everybody there began praising Artal Rai, and this story of praise quickly spread throughout the city. People were saying, Artal Rai brought back to life the kid of the merchant Gurmukh. Using a stick, he touched the kid, and he got up. All the mothers of the Guru's house then heard this, Mata Nanaki, Mata Marwahi, Mata Dumodri. Everybody was hearing this now, wherever and whoever in that city, they heard it and they were delighted. They were so happy. Meanwhile, Guru Hargobhan was seated at the Akal Takat with his Sikhs. They were talking in conversation, enjoying their chatting, speaking happily. And at a moment, a Sikh came and told him, Our Dalai has obtained such great praise, the lone son of Gurma Makhatri." who plays with the other kids, including Artal Rai. Last night he was bitten by a snake and he died very quickly. No remedy worked. But this morning, Artal Rai headed there to the house and when he saw his buddy dead, he took his stick and touched his friend with it and brought him back to life. He said, play with us. And with that, he was brought back to life. Guru heard this and was in shock. He didn't say anything in front of anybody for some time. And after some worry, then he got really angry He was thinking, what has Aqtal Rai done? Being so close to me, he's done this? The enemy, their kingdom, is extremely powerful at this moment. The emperor's kid, or the emperor himself could die, and they'll be around our throats now. They'll be saying that either we help them, or they'll show us their wrath. They'll want us to bring people back to life. And secondly, by doing these type of things, we create a separation from the Divine. The Divine who distributes everybody's fruit of karma. And if we start bringing people back to life, well that goes against that. It erases that. This is not the right thing to do, to bring back somebody from death after they are past. We wouldn't do this at all. To do this requires us now to give a life. In this way, Guru Hargobun was thinking about this a lot, having such anger towards his young kid, Artal Rai. He just remained silent though there. He didn't say anything to the Sangha, to the congregation. He wouldn't look up at anybody. He was just sitting there in anger, thinking that this was not right. He was thinking now, if we don't do anything towards this, if we don't become dispassionate towards Artal Rai and stop him, he won't stop and we'll bring other people back to life as well. In both worlds will encounter great pains for this and for nothing good will come out of it." In this great anger, Guru Hargobind was sitting there for about an hour and a half. People there in the congregation saw the Guru's expression and feeling and they also didn't say anything. Atal Rai was playing along the way, coming into the Dharbar, wearing his gold jewelry. He had a stick in his hand with the dirt all over his clothes from playing earlier. In this way, Guru Hargobind's kid came forward into the darbar, into the court. Guru Harguman looked at him without any love. Just anger swelled up in his heart. As Artal Rai was bowing down to the Guru, Guru Hargavan said, you want to show your miraculous powers to the world? You can't bear, you can't handle these powers within you. You just want to show these off. Miracles are the name for calamity. And you're doing just that. You don't understand this. Doing this results only in calamity. If you want to remain in this world, then we will not. And if we stay in the world, then you won't. Listen to this and understand this well. The exalted Baba Artal Rai heard the words of his father, understood the meaning behind them, and accept, accepted them. Wanted to make them true. He clasped his hands together, standing in, face on with the Guru, bowing his head down low. He walked backwards out of the Darbar making sure not to show his back to the Guru. But Ahtar Rai didn't go home. As he was walking, he wasn't talking to anybody. He wasn't listening to anybody. If somebody called out to him, he would ignore that. He just kept silent. He arrived at Kolsar Sarovar. He bathed there and then he recited Japji Sahib. He placed down some spear grass and he laid down on top of it. He placed his hockey stick as a sort of pillow under his head and then he pulled a sheet up over his body. He quickly left his body like how a smart person pulls out a splinter from their hand easily painlessly leaving his body he left for the heavens where there is no attachment where there is no desire no anger he merged into the highest realm of the divine which the yogis are constantly meditating to receive when his caretakers saw this how he was just laid out there around gold silver they didn't think he had passed and they got closer and they saw that he wasn't moving he just out he was just passed away they were shocked they ran to the guru to tell him guru Hargubin, your young son Atta Rai is laid out dead beside skullsar srover hearing this news the nourisher of the meek guru hargobin got up he took some sikhs there with him the news spread quickly to the mothers of the guru's house they heard this news and they began crying so much mata nanaki especially the mother of Atta Rai, she was yelling out what have you done my son you could bring back the dead to life. And after hearing your father's words, where did you go?" The entire family of the Guru came there and they were all crying very loudly. There was Mata Nanaki's parents, Hari Chand and Hardevi. So this would be Artal Rai's grandparents on his mom's side, Nanna and Nanniji. When everybody heard this, men, women, everybody was crying in so much grief. Guru Hara was comforting people at that moment, saying, this is how Artal Rai was meant to go into the afterlife, to obtain the highest position. Nobody else could control that. He was a great, powerful one. People then began bringing lots of sandalwood for the funeral pyre. They began to perform the funeral rites. Guru Harguman gave the words which made Atal Rai leave his body, was also blessing them greatly with great love, saying, "Amritsar or Ram Daspur, will be a great city. And everybody in the city will respect you Atal Rai greatly. Haramandar Sai will be the first place of worship, but secondly, will be your spot. Every man, woman, child will come to your spot to receive its darshan, to fulfill their desires. Slowly, your mandir here, your spot, will become surrounded with gold. It will be the highest building in amr When you were living, it wouldn't have been constructed. You would never have been as well known as you will be now, after you passed away. You will be the great Subhadar, the commander of this city. No one else will have your glory, O Atal Rai, in this area. Bidichan heard this and said, Guru Hargubin, there isn't really anything else in, around this area. Guru Hargubin replied, This spot will be so fortunate to those who have access to it. People will bring their dead bodies here to have their funeral rites performed. And whoever has their funeral rites performed here, Atal Rai will be their protector. So this is how Guru Harakam blessed greatly Atal Rai and everybody enshrined these teachings deep within their mind. All the funeral rites for Baba Atal were performed here the Rababis sang kirtan It was the 10th day of the waning moon in the month Asu in 1685. So this is Sunday, October 22nd, 1628 when Atal Rai went to the afterlife of the Self, the Divine. Until now Great glory of Baba Tal's gurdwara in Amritsar still remains. So, just as a side note, many famous Sikhs of the 19th century in the 1800s had their funeral rites performed there at Baba Atal Gurdwara. The famous Giani Sant Singh, the teacher of this author of the text Kavi Santok Singh, still has a commemoration spot there beside Baba Atal Gurdwara, noting his funeral rites were performed there. Many others used to exist there comm- commemoration spots, but after renovations and demolitions they have since been erased but that is how chapter 58 concludes in the next chapter we're going to hear how guru hargobin comforts the family during this tragic time so that's what we're going to pick up next time but as always would like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Jarn patreon page <laughs> ਚੰਨ ਪਰੰਗਾ ਤੇ ਤਰੀਗਾ ਗੱਜ ਗੱਜ ਕਰਾ ਜAVE ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਪਿੰਦ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੇ